Hi, I'm Liz from Liz Gets Loaded. That's the money kind of loaded, but this is the show where I sit in my closet, drink wine, and talk about money and anxiety. I have both. Hey, I got a raise. That's so exciting. I will say in all of the years that I have been working, it never stops being exciting to get a raise. Except one place a long time ago. It's a story for another day when I got a raise that was, I think, literally 20 cents an hour. And that was kind of insulting, but that's not today. So yeah, my company does reviews once a year. I actually feel really lucky to work for an organization that takes compensation pretty seriously. And it's a lot of work into benchmarking. So big benchmarking our jobs to the market, considering internal equity, equal pay for equal work, et cetera, et cetera. So I don't know what time of year you usually get a raise. I don't know if it's most common to do at the beginning of the year or mid-year, but that's where I am right now. So I want to tell you what I do when that happens. Thing number one, trust but verify. I check to make sure that it's on my paycheck. Do you look at your paychecks on the regular? I look at mine every single time. One, because I have a spreadsheet that I update with my year-to-date 401k contributions, but I just like to look. I never think that I've ever worked for an employer where I think there would be any kind of shenanigans, but I I have worked for employers where I think it's just possible that there could be human error. So I like to look. That's the first thing I do. Actually, wait, let me back up. The very first thing I do, like after the conversation, right? Your boss sits you down and says, okay, here's the deal is I send a text. <laughs> so I am part of a double income, no kids household, also known as dinks. So I send the D in my dink a text that says, hey, I got a raise and this is how much. And it's really exciting because that's really the only person in real life who I text to tell like the exact number to. Although actually this year, I also texted Maggie from Inside Out Money, one of the co-hosts over on Inside Out Money, because it's exciting. And even though I talk about money on the internet a lot, I don't have anyone else. I'm trying to think. There aren't a lot of other humans. Actually, I can think of one other friend who I talk like pretty openly with about actual salary numbers. Okay. Okay. Focus, Liz. So I look at my paycheck, make sure it's right. I send my very excited, happy text. And then after I get the first check, so the first paycheck with the new amount on it, then I update my budget and projections. I have a spreadsheet that kind of projects out for the rest of the year. I do a little math right away. I just always assume I'm going to get about 65% of whatever the raise is. Once you take out taxes, health insurance, 401k, et cetera, et cetera. So I do that math, right? Like, let's just make the math easy. Let's say, again, for the sake of easy math, you were going to get a $12,000 a year raise. That would be $1,000 per month. About 65% of that would be $650 per month. So mentally, I'm like, okay, I'm in that case, I would probably be having about an extra $650 a month to play with. So I do that right off the bat. But then once I actually get the first paycheck, then I know what the amount will actually be. And then I usually like to let the first paycheck go through also before I make any changes to my 401k contributions. And you might not actually need to make any changes and I don't usually, but I just like to look at it and be mindful. I have only ever worked for organizations where you have to contribute on every single paycheck in order to get the most out of the employer match. Some companies don't do that. Some companies do. It just depends on your company and your employer and your 401k plan. So if you're not sure how that works for you, someone on your HR team would be more than happy to help you with that, I'm sure. 
So for me currently, I need to make sure that I'm contributing a little bit on each check. So I have to be mindful when I get paid out a bonus. And then I also need to be mindful when I get a raise, if those things happen mid-year, that I don't accidentally hit the maximum too early in the year. Because if I have one or two paychecks at the end of the year where I've already maxed out and I can't contribute anymore, that I miss out on a little bit of employer match. Now, would that be the end of the world? Absolutely not. Wouldn't you still be in a fantastic position if you had not only maxed out your 401k, but managed to do it early in the year, of course. But I'm trying to keep it sort of even Steven. So after the first paycheck with a raise, then I go in and say, okay, how much do I have left to contribute to my 401k for the rest of the year? How many paychecks do I have left? Do the math and try to get it as close as possible. So it's the same amount on each check. Now, when it comes to the extra money that's now going to be coming in every month, there's a couple of things to look at. Like the sort of classic conventional wisdom is that you want to pay off any debt, bulk up your emergency savings and save an investor retirement with additional cash. I would take that list. I would say, yes, pay off any debt, make sure you have enough emergency savings, then think about stuff that you want or something that would make your life better. And then investing any extra. There's a lot of people who say, act like you never got the raise, use all of it for investing or paying off debt or for something responsible. And that's good advice. It is. I, let's see. I mean, at this point, I'm an elder millennial. I I make more than like five or six times what I made in my very first job out of school and more than three or four times what I made 10 years ago. And I don't want to be living the same lifestyle I was when I was 22. When I was 22, I lived in an apartment that didn't have laundry. Like I had to go, I take my quarters to the laundromat and I didn't have any pets. And I drove a car that more than once left me stranded by the side of the road. And there are people out there in the world who could happily live like that or who would feel grateful and lucky to live that life. And that's going to look a little bit different for everyone. I make a lot more money than I used to. And I do a lot more responsible things than I used to. I invest a lot of money for retirement. I have a big emergency savings. I'm doing all the responsible adult things. But I have also spent a good amount of money on things that make me happy and improve my life. I actually, we did, yeah, we did a whole episode of this Inside Out Money episode seven. The episode title is Do $118 Yoga Pants Make You Happier? Lifestyle Creep and Lifestyle Satisfaction. I'll put a link in the show notes. Okay, so back to that list of priorities. My list is pay off debt, make sure you have emergency savings, think about stuff you want, and then investing. So number one, pay off debt. Usually I don't have any debt besides a mortgage, but if I haven't talked about this a million times and you don't know, (laughs) we bought a new car a couple of months ago and I have about $30,000 left on the loan. So I am going to be funneling part of this raise towards getting that paid off sooner because I really don't like having a car payment. I really don't like having a car loan. It's just annoying. It's, f- it's 5% and something. I don't remember. I'm not into it. I just want it gone also. So it's not a line item on my budget. It's just cleaner. So I'm going to do that. That's number one. Number two on my list is emergency savings. I'm feeling good from that perspective. So I don't think I need to do anything there. Under stuff you want. Last year, I was like, I am not doing anything responsible, quote unquote responsible with the raise I got last year. I was like, I'm sending all of this to pay for a yard service. I want someone to mow the lawn, pull the weeds, trim the hedges, etc. Because it was driving me bonkers. It was just really stressing me out. And I was spending too much time on it. And sometimes I'd go out and it would be like hurting my body. And it was... It was bringing me stress. So I decided that that was a thing that I wanted. So that's kind of 
essentially where I funneled all of that money. This year, I can't really think of anything that's like that. So I'm good on that front. And that just leaves number four on my list, investing. So my mental plan is to funnel that extra money into paying off the car until the car is paid off. And then after that, set up an increase in my automatic investments into a taxable brokerage. That is just what feels right for me. I do think it's also worth celebrating a little bit. I can't think of anything I want to do to celebrate this year, but I do think it's fun to like go out for dinner or get a nice bottle of wine or just go for ice cream or open up a can of root beer or whatever works for you. Just honor it. It feels good. It feels good when someone else says, hey, I see the value in the work and I want to honor that and recognize that. It feels really good. I do remember a time in my 20s that I got a raise and I think it was, it was like $3,000 a year. So, okay, let's do that math, right? $3,000 a year divided by 12. That's $250 a month. I always just take 65% to approximate. So that's $162.50. The time I was getting paid twice a month, it was $80 per paycheck. It never sounds as much fun when you put it on a per paycheck amount as it does when you do the annual amount. But so it was like an extra $80 per paycheck. But I was so excited. I think it was my first or second raise as an adult. And we went out for dinner, like a nice dinner to celebrate. And then I realized I'd basically spent a paycheck's worth of that raise or maybe a month's worth of that raise on that dinner. And I was like, shoot. Okay, maybe we won't do that again. But, you know, it was fun. All right, that's it. That's me and my raise. I'm excited about it. If you think I missed anything or if this made sense or you agree or disagree, you know where to find me. You can send me a DM on Instagram. And if you really like this podcast and you want to support the show, you could leave a review on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. You can leave a written review on Apple Podcasts like the one from Six Month Study who said they found this podcast relatable and really likes how short it is. I get that a lot. People are like, I really like how short it is. And I know it's a compliment, but sometimes sometimes it's like, I like how you don't talk that much. <laughs> That's all I got, my friends. I hope you are having the best week and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. 